0: more time. All right, in five, four, three, two, one. Good afternoon. Welcome to Oscar Mike Radio. Oscar Mike Radio is part of the Hoobazoo Network. You can find out more on hoobazoo.com. Doing Oscar micro-radio like I have for five years just proves something that I've learned from day one. There is a lot I don't know. And I'm sitting there at my desk doing stuff, and all of a sudden, uh, someone hits me up and says, Hey, how would you like to get involved with an indigenous people's monument for veterans? I couldn't believe it. Um, I am standing next to two Native Americans. Did I get that right? Please, please, correct me if I'm wrong, Lauren Spears and Charlie Smith, welcome to Oscar Mike Radio.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
0: I, I am absolutely honored to be here. I can't begin to tell you what this means to me as someone who served our country and then to realize that a lot of you have either served yourselves or been involved with family members who have served our country and want this to happen so why are we here we're here because a monument is being built to celebrate the service sacrifice and dedication of native americans in this part of the country rhode island massachusetts connecticut who have served the armed forces and a monument is being crafted and built and you know advocated for right now so without any further ado i'd like one of you to tell me what what, how this all get together because I'm just amazed how much I don't know.
1: Well, I'm going to let Charlie start since he's the one that brought it to me.
2: Thank you. Um, two and a half years ago, um, I was talking to a few people here and stuff, and working here as a Rhode Island cemetery specialist, noticing on Monument Road that there was no monument honoring stone for intertribal Native American Indigenous people. Um, after talking to my superiors, I basically said. I'm going to do some research. I'm going to check into this. Uh, I knew my father was here, of course, uh, some other cousins, uncles. Um, So I started doing research. Out of 40,000 graves, 125 acres, walking it all, uh, getting information from uh, the Tomaquag Museum, the Round Indian Council, and family. I determined that there was so many people buried here with no recognition. So I determined to say, I got to do something. So basically, I did the research, got a hold of Loren, her committee, uh, the monument committee, and we went from there, um, determining that there's basically, at, at the moment, nine tribes, but don't quote me, maybe there's more than that. But I definitely know there's 120 people that oh, are returned wow. here at the, at the Ron Venture Cemetery. Who are Native Americans. Yes. yes.
1: And we <laughs> know and that women. as yes. this project continues, people will probably tell us because there's nothing on the forms that says you have to state that you're Native American. Oh, really? So um, the very first day that Charlie had me come here, I looked at the list that he had um, worked with Gail Belt to create yes. doing the genealogy and finding the people here um, buried in the cemetery. And my great-uncle Fred... Um, First cousin to my grandmother, um, he he's buried here. I was here for the the services, oh, so wow. I knew that. And so that was someone who wasn't on the list. And so we know that other people and maybe even other tribes will be represented. But uh, most of the Southern New England local tribal communities are represented here in the cemetery. Um, there's people from out in Long Island, like the the Shinnecock that is represented, and then really kind of far away. The Osage are represented here in this cemetery as people that have served in the military and that are interred here.
0: So one of the things I got, you know, as I'm digging into this and and really trying to understand what's going on is the level of, of pride you all have, not only in being Native Americans and keeping your culture alive, but also to the service that was rendered to your country. No different than myself or anybody else who served our country, but all through your website and people that, you know, have communicated their passion for this project is this passion for service. And I'm just, where does that come from?
1: Hmm. I would say that we have a warrior pride. There's a, 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 a idea within the Native community that you do for your community. And so before this was a country, that was a thing that already happened. And as this country became to be, indigenous people served um, in the Revolutionary War, served in every war that this country's had before it became a country, as well as all the way through today. Um, We still, Native Americans, American Indians, indigenous peoples of this continent or this country, have the highest number per capita of service in the armed forces. And that's still a truth today. Um, It's an invisible truth that we're trying to bring to light through this monument so that when people come visit this very sacred ground and respect and honor all the people that have served, they're going to also recognize and understand that indigenous people have served this country um, with honor and respect and dignity and, and warrior pride.
0: So you're doing this. And just to go again about how much I don't know, I served in the Marine Corps and I served with the Navajo and I served with the Cherokee. And I've been in this part of the country for a long time now. And I know there's Indians here, right? I I, I know that, Native Americans, Indians. And I'm reading about this, like, how did I not know the depth of you all's service to our country? I I, I didn't even, I I feel bad in the way, but I'm like, I, I didn't know. It's not out there, which really, to me, makes this monument even more important than ever.
1: I think it's it's part of the way the history of the founding of this country is represented and, and really the erasure of Indigenous peoples on the East Coast and the impact that we've had in the creation of this nation that is really at hand here and why people don't know. Um, you know, I was a former teacher. I work in a museum and museum education. And so I... We're talking about it all the time, but when you really look at education out there, it's not something that's spoke about. People don't hear about the impact that Native Americans, specifically Narragansett, Wampanoag, other, uh, you know, Pequot, Mohegan, you know, tribal nations right here in what we consider southern New England today— were serving in those wars. You know, um, that was just a couple of tribal names. There's certainly a lot more than that. But all up and down what we call the Northeast today, everything that was the original 13 colonies, um, indigenous people were serving. And I think there's um, a really great need to... um, unpack that history and and tell the full story and, and celebrate the contributions of indigenous people to the armed forces and um, to those wars in our history.
0: So Charlie, as as I'm driving through the Veterans Cemetery in Rhode Island, it's an absolutely beautiful place. Thank you. Where did the idea come to make the monument and how is it conceived in your mind?
2: Well, basically, again, I wanted to say, um, of course, my father's interned here, um, United States Navy, 22 years, credit for World War II, Korea, Vietnam, besides three cousins and an uncle. Um, I basically work in here for the last two, two to three years. I determined that every, every race has an honoring memorial marker. But I'm saying to myself, you know, we really need to do this out, out of my heart. Out of my spirit um just the courage to accomplish it is, is incredible the task um i, I just feel basically uh, men and women because there is men and women warriors we all deserve a say and an honoring
0: so what's the monument gonna be i mean what, what and i'll have video of this that you all can see the actual site ladies and gentlemen but what's the monument gonna be like can you describe what the monument's going to look like?
2: Um, I'll let Rowan take that because I'm just a little potch. Sure, no problem.
1: <laughs> sure. So the, the monument, what we want to do is have a... Uh, so in this area in southern New England, Narragansett, Mohegan, Wampanoag, it's very uh, known about Narragansett and other indigenous people's stonemasonry. So we would like to have... Narragansett Masons create the stone arch that would come up and over and um, that will be on as the architects say a plinth or a footing that will have the pavers where people's names can be inscribed and then underneath the arch will be the granite monument that will have um, you know, symbolism representing the the turtle, which you see is in our logo of representing, you know, the, the native veterans of Turtle Island, the indigenous veterans of Turtle Island, um, which represents the earth. Um, it represents our clans. Um, it represents the 13 moons in the calendar year. So, so
0: that's what the turtle is. Yeah. Because, now, now forgive me here, again, you know, learning... You know, when I think of, you know, of the Native Americans I served with, it was always the eagle or the, the, the raven or crow, rather, that was a symbol of their, or the wolf. I, I'm like, turtle, what's, what's the turtle really mean to the culture here?
1: So we have, you know, lots of clans, and and crow and eagle are extremely important in our culture as well um, for various reasons. They are, uh, you know, species that are here. The crow brought us the corn and the bean, very critical, right, for our sustainability for uh, tens of thousands of years on this land. But the turtle, we, as a committee, really thought it encompassed, all indigenous peoples, because we often refer to the earth as Turtle Island and it's up on the back of, you know, the turtles holding us all up in our in our mythology. But also it's symbolic of our individual clans, which there are many different representations of. Um, as well as the, the calendar year. Because we're trying to um, sort of wrap our r- arms around all indigenous people um, in, in this monument. But we're specifically thinking about those that are interred in this particular um, cemetery, but also celebrating all of them, um, no matter where they are and where where, where they're from. Um, and so there's a real passion around that.
0: So, Charlie, that pendant you're wearing right now... Yes. Is that indicative of the kind of
2: yes, yes, it is. Um, like basically, what Lauren was saying, it's part of our myth, myth, um, our beliefs of Turtle Island and stuff, Mother Earth. Like again, um, it comes down to like everybody on the East Coast. Like she says, as a respect of of uh, honoring all the veterans, men and women, all the armed services. Um, but again, it comes down to the people that were interned here at the Rhode Island Veterans Cemetery to make sure that the public, the family, our tribal nations, our people, our community has awareness that we're here too. You
0: know, that's just amazing. You know, where I'm in, you know, whenever I come to a cemetery like this, I feel like I'm in this sacred place. And and for me, I'm like, it makes sense why you'd want to put something like that here for people to watch and and come and and learn about, you know, the history and what you all have done for us. What's, where's the, Progress of this project now. How's it coming together?
1: Yeah, we're really excited about it oh. because we've we're, our goal is fifty thousand dollars. We've we've raised up to eighteen thousand dollars. Charlie started with a t-shirt sale. Then we did an online t-shirt sale. Our friend Arman is helping us uh, create a honoring Indigenous vets raffle, kind of like a fifty-fifty. That'll start in October, where people can buy tickets for twenty dollars and. Um, they can win two hundred and fifty dollars for prizes. We're also um, have uh, planning for uh, from Veterans Day to the first of week of December to do an online auction, um, and that will be all gifts donated by Indigenous artists, including myself, um, and will will then people can buy them for their gifts and things for their family and friends with the holidays coming. So we're really excited about that. Um, we're continuing. Um, t-shirt and sweatshirt sales. People can come to Tomaquag Museum or call us and we can work it out if they can't come um, to purchase those things, as well as, um, you know, our whole committee and our volunteers are, you know, scattered about selling t-shirts and sweatshirts and things of that nature.
0: That's one of the things I noticed, you know, uh, Charlie and Loren is not only is it you all, you know, doing this, you have a whole, like, team, like this is not just a a committee like the entire nation. If I may, I'm trying to be respectful here. If I'm not, let me know if I'm making a mistake. But your nation, if I can call it that, is behind you with this. I went through your website and looked at people who are involved with this, who are Native Americans, and they've either served themselves or have very close personal ties to people who have. So this is not just an advertisement. This is something that you all are going to be proud of. What's, what's that like? Definitely
1: true. I want to say and reiterate what Charlie said. It's an intertribal monument that we're doing. So there's lots of nations being represented. And on our committee, there's lots of nations represented. And there's people that have served, if they go to honoringindigenousvets.org, okay. um, we made a special website for this, honoringindigenousvets.org. And that site shows the people that are on the committee and the branches of the military that they've served. Um, My husband serves on the committee and he's a, you know, was a, 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 he's an army veteran and there's uh, Maya Hill, who's a veteran. There's Candace Testa, who's a veteran. Just to name a couple, there's others. Yes. And then people like myself that have family members. You know, my father was a veteran. My uh, stepfather oh. was a veteran. My grandfather was a veteran. I have great uncles, and I have other female relatives that are veterans. And, and cousins and people that are veterans. My I have first cousins and distant cousins that are veterans. So it's really important.
2: Yes, and I, and I too want to say that we have a great committee of all... Into tribal people, besides the Tomacog Museum's committee, too, has been excellent for helping us in this project, and um, I can't be more uh, happy at the progress that we're making. Basically, so you know. I, I just got handed this shirt, and I, I want one.
1: Yes, isn't it beautiful? That is so a beautiful we have to shirt. give a shout out to Angel Beth Smith, who's Narragansett and yes. on our committee. She designed that. You know, we gave her input, but she was the graphic designer to. De- design our logo for the honoring indigenous vets and she did such an amazing job we felt like it was an image that you could wear no matter what when this project's over and the monument is here people can still honor and respect indigenous vets with those t-shirts and sweatshirts and and the like um we're really excited about that
0: yeah I mean, that is just yeah, it it is sharp excellent. and it's respectful and it makes a statement. I'm like drawn in by the turtle and what it all means. And there's, let's see, one, two, five, I can count, eight. There's 13 like sections yes. here. Now, are these, a th- what does that mean?
1: So culturally, that's reflected on the 13 moons. So if you go by the lunar calendar, there's 13 moons in That's, a year okay, so. and they're even 28 days. And and so our culture went by the lunar calendar and we have 13 Thanksgivings, one for each moon of the year. Nokomis, and,
2: yes. And mm-hmm.
1: it's very important to our people. So there's ceremonies that go with all of those Thanksgivings. There's not just one Thanksgiving like America chose to do. There's actually 13. Maybe we that, need to
0: do 13 of yeah. them to be thankful.
1: Yeah, be thankful all year round. You're thanking the creator for the gifts and the bounty that help you succeed. Seed, whether that's the strawberry, the cranberry, the green bean, the green corn, um, our Nokomo no, Thanksgiving, yes. the, yep. the maple sugar, to just sugar, name a yep. few. Yep. Um, the harvest from the sea, um, the herring, the salmon, that's all of amazing. those things. That's
0: amazing. You know, I'm just, um, the, the symbolism wrapped into all this and, and how it all relates to not only, you know, what you're trying to do here, but the greater uh, culture is just... Uh, I'm, I'm, I've been learning a whole lot in the last couple of weeks. I'm really happy to be here. So people are seeing this. Uh, you know, you're learning if you're watching this. I'm Travis with Oscar Mike Radio. I'm happy to be here. How can people help out or learn more?
1: So go to honoringindigenousvets.org. That's the the special website that we made for this project. Um, For those that are concerned about donations, Tomaquag Museum is the parent organization of this project as a, you know, a a 501c3. So your uh, donations are tax deductible. You can give a straight donation. You can become a sponsor. You can support T-shirt and other raffles as we do them. So they can reach out to us. There is a uh, email Uh, for the honoringindigenousvets.org site, but they also can reach out directly to Tomaquag Museum if they don't get a response quick enough um, on that special email that we made for the project.
0: You know, that's fantastic. And, you know, we're talking before we we filmed today, and I'm going to be back to go to the Tomaquag Museum and, and learn and immerse myself in the culture here and how it relates to the monument being built. And I'm going to follow this. My promise to you is I'm going to follow this to completion. I'm really, really passionate about this. Is there anything else we need to know before we close down right now?
1: I just want to say that our committee has been growing. It's not a closed committee. If people want to come and volunteer or join our committee and help us do this work, um, our goal is to raise $50,000. We would love to be able to do that by March of 2022 so that we can groundbreak sometime next spring and hopefully have it completely done by the time we're in the fall of next year to have a ribbon cutting. So that's what we're trying to do.
0: Awesome. 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 Well, on, on behalf of Oscar Mike Radio, I hope to be able to support you all in this endeavor. This just means the world to me. It's also the first live interview I've been able to do in almost two years. This is fantastic. It feels great to be out here today. And you can help out. You can be involved. You can learn more. I certainly have. Uh, I want to thank you both for your time this afternoon. I know you're very, very busy, and I really appreciate it. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
0: thank you very much. Well, as we say on Oscar Mike Radio, we are mission flight. So are they. Thank you again, and stay tuned for more. And cut.
1: Wow, good job. Thank you. (laughs) That was great.